to another episode of the Niagara Moon Podcast. I'm Thomas Irwin, and once again I'm joined by Dan Barracuda to discuss an album. This week that album is Led Zeppelin IV, one of the biggest selling albums of all time. And uh, right off the bat, I'll just let you know I kind of take issue with that a little bit. I uh, kind of poke, poke fun at, at Led Zeppelin. I'm not exactly a fan. Dan is quite a fan though, so he comes from a much more enthusiastic place. We meet somewhere in the middle, and uh, you'll you'll kind of see how that unfolds. Uh, of course, both Dan and I are both musicians ourselves. I produce uh, bedroom pop, kind of indie baroque music under the name Niagara Moon at niagaramoonmusic.com, and Mr. Dan Barracuda is a psych rock guitar wizard at danbarracuda.com. He also has a new album, Catabolic, coming out a little later this summer, so I'm getting excited about that. Anyway, I think we're just going to kick into it, so let's have some fun. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. Hello, Sir Dan. Hey! Hello! Of the Misty Mountains. <laughs> the Misty Mountain hopping. I'm uh, Sir Thomas of Evermore. <laughs> what album are we talking about today? Led Zeppelin 4. Led Zeppelin 4. All right. So. Well, we got to get some things off the yeah, bat. Yeah, we got a lot of things like, to get off you the don't bat. Really like, you don't really like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I'll qualify that. So, I would not call myself a Led Zeppelin fan. However, yeah. I have listened to all their songs multiple times and can appreciate several qualities of many of their songs. So it's like, I can't deny that there's some serious, amazing musicianship and composition going on. And John Bonham is every bit the tour de force people think he is. John Paul yes. Jones does amazing stuff with bass lines and synthesizers and rounding out songs. Jimmy Page has a lot of very interesting compositions and obviously does amazing guitar work. And he's a producer. Yeah, and he has producing prowess. There's engineering feats of yes. epic proportions going on in a lot of their stuff. There's several classic songs. I hate Robert Plant's voice, and I hate his persona. Wow. That's the big thing for you me. Hate, really? I hate his voice. <laughs> you hate his voice. So we'll start there, yeah. You want to start there? Okay, so... First of all, what's your history with Zeppelin? Right. So Zeppelin is one of those T-shirt bands. So growing up, at least in Western Massachusetts, going to middle school, every boy my age has a Pink Floyd T-shirt or a Beatles T-shirt or a Queen T-shirt or a Led Zeppelin T-shirt. They're a T-shirt yeah. band. There's this band that I hear about over and over Nirvana. again. Nirvana. Nirvana's a T-shirt band. Yeah, Nirvana's a, another. And Tool. Those are the prime T-shirt bands. Tool, so like, yeah. Sublime. Oh, yeah, Sublime. Sublime is <laughs> such a t-shirt uh, band. A, a prime middle school t-shirt band, yeah. Yeah. So I'm hearing at all these bands. Bob Marley. I was like, well, I have to at least get a sense. And when it was Tool, I was like thrown off a little bit too much because it sounded too much like yeah. metal for me. But yeah, several of these other bands, like Led Zeppelin, it's like, okay, I can latch on to something here. And The Who. I couldn't forget The Who. The Who is the other uh, big, big t-shirt band. Yes. So Zeppelin, you know... As I'm scooping up these CDs from the library, you know, I'm not putting any money out. 
I'm not spending anything, so I feel comfortable just like trying this and that. Oh no, I'll get a taste of this artist or that artist. Yeah. David Bowie, My Bloody Valentine. Uh, I got a bunch of Zeppelin stuff, and yeah, for the for the reasons I mentioned, you know, just a minute ago, there was a lot there for me to enjoy, definitely on some level. And I did kind of want. They're so big. Led Zeppelin is huge. Like they're the they're, Beatles they're, of the seventies. Yeah, they're the Beatles of the seventies. So I wanted to know what was going on. And then I was also able to enjoy some songs. And that's kind of where it sat for me. Like once in a while, I'll be in the mood to hear a song like No Quarter. No Quarter, yeah. One of my or, favorites. Uh, even like Four Sticks. Yeah. Um, I'll be in the mood for that. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll groove with that. But I never, I could never get past Robert Plant's voice. And also it's like, they're so big. They're such a focal point for so many people and so many musicians and the idea for me that it's Led Zeppelin and not umpteen other bands. Like Led Zeppelin's the band that gets to be the biggest supergroup ever and they get the millions and millions of dollars and all the attention. Those guys, and same thing for me with the Rolling Stones. I'm like, eh, them? Really? Those are going to be the guys? So I have like a little bit of a, a grudge uh, with that too. But I, uh, mm. I do enjoy several of their songs. So that's, that's my brief summation of where I sit with them. But uh, how about you? Right, right. I don't really know what, like how early it goes with me with Zeppelin. I, I I was definitely exposed to them a lot, like in middle school. My my parents didn't. They, they love like Floyd. My 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 dad loves Super Tramp, um, Gen yeah Genesis, all the seventies classic rock. Yeah, seventies. But like he wasn't like super into Zeppelin. He does love it though. Like you know they was like he's out of heaven. You know. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really know. And then college, I you know, I started kinda loving them a lot. I had a I had a roommate, one of my best friends actually. I was I lived with them for three years. Uh like my what Metallica is to me, Metallica and Tool, like my foundation, is mm-hmm. what uh Led Zeppelin is to him. So he knows everything about Led Zeppelin. So he okay. didn't really listen to them anymore in college, but he just showed me like what he loved about them and then I kinda explored a lot more songs, um, like Cashmere and things like that. But yeah, I saw Robert Plant live two like two years three years ago. Um, so what is it about his voice? Obviously, it's super high, it's super high, and it's like you know, yeah, it's just really high. It's it's uh, <laughs> it is high, and it's so. Do you hate Rush's voice, Getty Lee? Oh, uh, I'm not as familiar with them, but I bet I would. There's nothing about Rush that appeals to me. No uh, offense to anybody, but oh wow, yeah, it's what is it with Robert Plant? I just. And it might not, this, I mean, music is subjective and yeah. I mean, we can just boil it down to when you hear it, how does it make you feel and what do you think about it, and is that pleasant for you or not? And that really gets yeah. farther away from like objective criteria, but just him with his stupid long hair. They all got long hair. no shirt on, there's no, sh- but just his particular version of straggly hair and his no shirt on. Like this, man, his but, like with a vest over it and he's like, he sounds to me, I'm just making a little conspiracy theory to myself. He sounds to me like he knows the like sex symbol image he's putting out there. And he knows that's not really him, but he knows how to craft his image and his sound more oh. and more to fit with that for the for the sake of success. <laughs> that's that's where my mind goes. You know, you know? if you watch have it doesn't you seen sound like authentic the... to me. He's doing a whaley high pitched version of what I would rather hear a black singer do. How about the first album? Before he got like super into it, like yeah, there, yeah there's black and white le- footage. There's less of less of his persona on that, and more of just like, hey, this another British 
hard rock group who's doing all these like cool rhythmic things and work. So do yeah. you feel like the sexier he gets, like the more you dislike? Like when he's like, please, please, please. Yeah, it's like I have the same problem with Mick Jagger. Like just if I start focusing on their persona and their affectations, it bugs the hell, hell out of me. Yeah. How about Michael like, Jackson? Michael Jackson I love. Got no problem with Michael Jackson because he's for real okay. to me. It's, yeah, it's like, and then he's, he's just a British dude who likes fantasy novels. And why is he pronouncing sounds this way? Like, he just sounds like he's pretend, trying to pretend to be something else. Um, and sometimes he doesn't quite hit notes in the right way, which I know is probably on purpose or they prefer it that way. Yeah. But it just, sometimes that sounds jarring to me. Um, a, a lot of these vocalists have these tropes that they do, all these famous vocalists. Like in our Graceland episode, you pointed out how Paul Simon kept doing this like particular interval. Yes. Like major third to root, like nah, yes. nah. Like mm, he does that. Yeah. Joni Mitchell totally has a thing she does. She bends yep. notes in a certain way. Mick ja- when Mick Jagger does his thing, it bugs me. And when Robert Plant does his thing, it bugs you. It might bug me even more. Yeah. So it's uh, I know the guy's technically proficient, and since he moved he moved on from Led Zeppelin, he's done other stuff and collaborated with Alison Krauss and all that, but I don't like yep. his face. I don't like his hair. I don't like his You don't like chest. him. You just don't, don't like, like him. him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're in such the minority here. I know. And I also like being a contrarian. So I like take joy in saying the opposite of what most people uh, like about <laughs> wow. something. So there is that as well. Dude, he's influenced so much. Like, he's like Jeff Buckley's favorite singer. <sighs> yeah. I like <laughs> Jeff Buckley. <laughs> Jeff Buckley is amazing. I feel like I, I know what you mean about like the sexiness and stuff that he like injects in songs. Ow, like, ow, really yeah, like obviously, ow, like, ow. like it's the, yeah, all the boxes of things I would singers not want to do. He chooses to do. What about like well, some songs he doesn't do it at all though. Like Stairway to Heaven. There's a lady who's short. It's still in There's there to me. Yeah, all that glitters is gold. Lady who's short. All it glitters is gold, and she's buying. Yeah, I got no time for it. Wow, that's just me though. Wow. Okay, let's let's go song by song. Sure. So, but so for you, you are a Robert Plant fan, even when he's yeah. not in Zeppelin. Uh, no, I don't like his. I mean, I'm. I've heard some of his '80s songs. You know, like he's he went solo and stuff. And um, okay. You know, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that stuff. Uh, I did like some of the Allison Krauss. I actually interned for Rounder Records for a summer when I was in college, and that was the summer that they were putting out the Al- the Allison Krauss record, or it was like right after I, I interned them, mm. like right after. Um, so I heard that album, and like I really liked uh, what he was doing there. Um, I do love Robert Plant, dude. I just think he's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> a lot of but I also do. love I also love Rush too. You know, like, I, I don't mind high voices when it's, like, it just, like, sits right with the sound, I guess, you know? Okay. Uh, like, I think Rush fits the music really well. Um, and Zeppelin, I, I don't know, I, I hear a lot of attitude. I hear a lot of attitude and um, just non-restriction, just let loose. Like, some, I read a YouTube comment years ago. I, I think I was watching a whole lot of Love Live or something like that. And the YouTube comment said, Robert Plant made love to every single song. He, he wrote. I hear that, and that's what I don't like about that's it. That's what you don't like about it. Yeah. It's too like, yeah. I don't want to look at that microphone. What's he doing with it? Yeah. I like high, I like strong tenors. Like, you know Mars, you know Mars Volta? I'm not familiar with them, no. 
like their singer. I know is, they kind of carry on it, that progressive it's like, rock. It's like tradition. count. Yeah, they love Zeppelin. The counter tenor, like like it's like the next level tenor. I love okay. that sound, especially especially when it's in rock music and like chaotic music. Um, gotcha. Do you like Serge Tankian from System of a Down? I know that's super heavy. I don't. I don't know anything about those guys. Okay. But I the little I have heard, I'm like, oh, that's not for me. Yeah. So like when Black Dog opens, it's like, hey, mama, so oh yeah, you that's that's one of my least favorite songs so- on the album. Yeah. Wow, dude, Black Dog is so sick. Like, oh, what about the riff? What about the dude? Oh, okay, take that riff. I know you don't like rock guitar that much. That riff is an amazing riff. It's an amazing riff. I will. Say it is catchy. And yeah, what time like, signature is it in? <laughs> I don't know. It's in a nothing signature. It's it's weird and it meanders and it feels very. It feels like a beast of its own. Like it has a mind of its own and it's just like this free moving thing. I can't admire. The rhythm se- so it's like the rhythm section is what saves this band so many times for me because that is a very impressive the rhythm you said string of musical ideas yeah with Black Dog like the bass and drums yeah and those guys holding down the fort um, Bonham yeah Bonham <sighs> but so to just back up a little bit more so it's like you not as much as your dad is but you are definitely a fan of this group as a whole and not just Robert Plant you you love Robert Plant and then like I, lo- I love Jimmy I love the Page, songs. I love all four of them yep yeah he is yeah. he's not one of my like he's not like in my top 5 I wouldn't like list him but uh actually ever since I found out that he produced all their music I I gained a lot more respect for him I was like wow this guy like is like I didn't realize he was like the guy like it's almost like Led Zeppelin's his it's yeah. almost like it's like his project. He's kind of like the Keith Richards of the group. Yeah, the Pete Townsend. I didn't really realize that growing up. Mm. But just seeing, I don't know, I love Cashmere. I love No Quarter. I do love Stairway. I love when the levee breaks. I lo- There's so many songs I love. Tangerine. There's a lot of songs. But we're talking about this album. Yeah. You know, I, we'll get to it. But I love, I fucking love when the levee breaks. And yeah. uh, Stairway, and Black Dog, and Four Sticks was cool, man. I, I didn't know that song. I I, I do 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 do. Like I heard that like a bunch of times. It was cool to hear this album to hear. I, I like I love how we do this, dude. Because I, a lot, because you know, we do albums, and I know a bunch of songs off the album. But it's rare that I listen to the album, uh, uh, you know, all from, the way from through. Start to, yeah. yeah, it's cool to see what they choose for transitions from track to track. You know, like track listing. And it was interesting to hear some of these songs. I think my least favorite song on the album is actually "Misty Mountain Hop" or or "Rock and Roll." Yeah, for me, "Rock and Roll" really it's "Rock and Roll" is like everything I like least about Led Zeppelin. It also sounds like it's in like every car commercial, like in the Super Bowl, and that like bothers me. I feel like that taints it. It's it's yeah. It's like I'm gonna like Led Zeppelin the most when they get away from the music that inspired them, which is all just like Black American music. When they get away from that. I mean, they take some inspiration from that, but they, like, do their own thing with it. The more they do their own thing or mix more elements, too, and they're, like, 
less just kind of copying. You like the Celtic stuff? You like the Celtic side of it? I'm okay with that. I mean, that that's kind of a complicated one, and we, we can get into that too. Um, before, before we really just get track by track, um, I, my other two questions for you is, what is your favorite Zeppelin album, and what do you think about the idea that this is their biggest album, Led Zeppelin IV? Um, my favorite Zeppelin album might be... I don't know. It's either three, four, or Houses of the Holy. It might be Houses of the Holy. Um, and that's an unpopular one, relatively, right? People say that's one of the, the lesser ones of theirs. Is it? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know much about that. You know. Okay. I don't know People much don't about like, like how successful and all that stuff. Oh, the crunch. I kind of like the crunch. <laughs> it's just kind of goofy. Yeah. So, so you like three, and you also like Houses of the Holy. Uh, yeah. So four doesn't stick out to you as like the best necessarily. Uh, it kind of does. It kind of does as far as like there, but yeah, three, three, four, and Houses of the Holy. How about you? I like Physical Graffiti the best, I think, because that's really that feels like the most experimental one. It's kind of like their white album. Like it's a, I mean, it's a mishmash of like different recording sessions put together, but it's also like. I feel like they're freeing themselves the most with that one. I'll really like songs like In the Light and stuff. Yeah, I like it. I'm looking at it right now. I like In the Light too. Yeah, I'm not that familiar with the I know Ten Years Gone. Oh, that's got cashmere. Yeah, that's a good one. It's got cashmere, yep. And I also do quite like uh Houses of the Holy. Um like it's got the rain. They're doing song, stuff like the dude. rain song. Yeah, I was gonna say the rain song's one of their best. The rain song's one of their best. No quarter no quarter is great. Yeah, just the weirder ones like that with more space, and I feel like more dynamics and more keyboard. I love No Quarter, dude. I yeah. fucking love No Quarter. One of my favorite Zeppelin songs. Yeah. And the album cover is crazy. Yep. Yeah, they were always great with album covers. Um, I feel like four, Let's Up on Four being their top and one of the biggest albums ever. I was kind of, as I was listening to this album, I was taking issue with that and I was taking issue with the idea of Led Zeppelin being such of an it group in general. You know, like, it was like, really? It was this, like an attitude album? thing. It was like an yeah. attitude thing. It's an attitude like, thing. Like, wh- wh- why was Led Zeppelin so big? It was like an attitude thing. It was like, yeah. it, it was way more reckless than like the Stones seemed musically, musically reckless. The Beatles were like put together. And the Stones yeah. were, like, badass, but it was still, like, rock and, like, blues. But Led Zeppelin just, I don't know, it's, like, the vocals and the, and the drums and, and the, the Celtic side of it, and, but still blues rock and, like, mm. just wacko guitar solos. Lack of, like, real melody. You know, the Beatles were, like, melody. Yeah. And the Stones were yeah. more, like, kind of melodic, but not really. And, the, and it just, Led Zeppelin was, like, chaotic. There's a lot of mystery to Led Zeppelin, like the you get the persona of the Rolling Stones. It's like yeah, a bottle of whiskey and we're partying on an island and it's you know rough and kind of edgy and you, you kind of get what that world is pretty quickly. You know, Martin Scorsese keeps using their music for cocaine scenes or whatever, yeah. but it's like Led Zeppelin. It's kind of like what's going on here? Like, I mean, besides my issue with Robert Plant, it's like what's the personality of these guys? Like, what's the world they're setting up? We're going from rock and roll to weird like mists of Avalon and and Celtic stuff going on Lord of the Rings world and we have weirdo creepy kind of slow building songs like No Quarter like what what exactly is kind of the center of this like what's the the vibe here you get more questions with that yeah mystique 
Mystique, yeah. They are the Mystique band. Um, they also never released singles, dude. They were an al- they were an album band. They, they were very big on yeah. no singles. They, they didn't release a single single. A single single. A single single. I mean, that was kind of the, the trends of the day, though, a little bit for them. Like Pink Floyd was more album-oriented. I mean, did like Pink the band, Floyd yes. singles? Yes. I mean, they, Pink Floyd did have singles, but like by the time they were really hitting their stride, I don't... I don't know, I guess Money was a single. But you you think of them as like an album band, and then if they have any singles, they're kind of incidental. That is weird that Zeppelin wouldn't release any singles at all. That that's, sounds more unusual. Yeah. I can see why f- Led Zeppelin 4, it's their biggest album, right? Is that what you're saying? It's their most it successful? Is. I mean, it's it's got Stairway, and that's probably a big part of that. But th- and- that was a creeper. Right? Like, I, I think I read, I, I'd like to read it again, but I feel like years ago I read that Stairway to Heaven was not a big hit right away. And it, they didn't realize, people didn't realize how great of a song it was or something, or like at least like the mainstream didn't until like a year later or something. Hmm. Uh, they didn't release it as a single, so it was like hidden in the album. You had to buy the album. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I mean, I'll take your word for it. That 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 would make sense. It's It's hidden in an album. It's over seven minutes. I mean, it would maybe take a little while for the word to get out. Probably not the first person to say this, but Stairway to Heaven is in that group of songs with like Hotel California and Freebird, where it's like, even though I haven't actually heard them that much, it's like, I never want to hear them again. I got the idea. Oh my you God, they're it. so overplayed. Like, I don't know. When, when, the, when it came in, ding, and then you got the pan flutes. That's a nice, that's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I was like, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's nice um, got that, that that descending chromatic chord progression. Yeah. Uh I love the lyrics too. I love the lyrics. And I feel like I, I, I wonder if <laughs> in the a cappella ending. It's so iconic. And the guitar solo is so it's so damn, good. Damn. It's so good, dude. It's so epic. It's got that chord progression, that yeah. root to flat seven, uh, six. Uh, I guess so you Jimmy don't like Page, the who, Jimmy but, Page but you don't like the quoted who? as likening that song to an orgasm. And it's just so like, it's so male and it's so just like, we are at the height of our powers and we can have all the drugs and women we want. <laughs> but you, but like you also don't so, like, watch, you don't like Rolling Stones or the who or, or There's several Rolling Stone songs I can get into. I just don't like Mick Jagger mainly. And I don't like how they're the it guys. They're so popular with, you know, all the ripoffs they've done of, of black music. The Who, depending on the album, I'm actually pretty into. Oh, okay. And they still do have a lot of stuff I don't like. But, like, Quadrophenia, I think, is a great album. Who's Next has so many great songs. So I'm not going to say I don't like The Who. But, yeah, those are two other bands that I'm, like, I don't really feel like I can say I'm a fan of them the way I'm a fan of Pink Floyd. But yeah, it's more yeah. that just like male, like early 70s rock energy. We can destroy all the hotel rooms we want to. We can do anything. Like, 
I don't know. I, that doesn't sit well with me sometimes, but obviously I'm kind of the odd one out. Ego, ego driven, ego driven, yeah. ego driven bands. Yeah. I like my stuff a little more subtle. Maybe. How about going to California? What don't you like about going to California? Soft song. Spend my days with a woman unkind. Smoke my stuff and drink all my wine. Going to California, that's their big like folk moment. And um, you know, inspired by Joni Mitchell. It's so beautiful mandolin. I mean, really, that's probably the reason I don't like it that much, is it's so just it's guitar and plant doing his whole thing. The melody is pretty simple and it it just feels Going to I'm too conscious of Robert Plant's like, oh, I want to write a song like Joni Mitchell. I'm just so do you that. hate like man? Da, 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 yeah, I was gonna da, say da, that's definitely my least favorite part of that song. Yeah, yeah. Throw me a line if I read it. It's like I don't need him <laughs> saying I'm gonna California. See the girl with flowers in her hair. Like I don't need him telling that story with the. You don't like Robert, you don't like Robert Plant is the problem here. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. One of the problems. Okay, okay, okay. Um. <laughs> so if we're talking songs that I'm a little lighter on, When the Levee Breaks is just too undeniable, even though that song's overplayed too. Like the way those drums sound and just the way the har- the harmonica comes in, just that soundscape, I can't really mess with that. Like they just, they struck gold with that. That song is always going to sound cool, despite my efforts to not think it's cool. It's always going to yeah. be cool. Man, that song is... I heard it yesterday when I was running. It's the last song on the album. I think it's cool that it's the last song on the album. Mm-hmm. You know one thing? A big thing I learned from, a, from an arrangement standpoint when I was listening to When the Levee Breaks yesterday, I think a big reason why it sounds so big is that the guitar... Is it, it? It has so the the drums have so much room in the mix yeah. to breathe because the guitar it's not like double tracked. It's not like mm-hmm. stereo pan. Like you know, usually guitars are like in your face. This is very like the guitar is kind of on the side. Like it's kind of like up to the side instead of like dominating the mix. The drums have all this space to be. Yeah. And the guitar isn't competing with it. It's not competing. The drums aren't competing with anything. It's almost kind of like a 90s trip-hop electronica song, kind of, like the way it just sets up an atmosphere so much with, like, minimal elements. So, yeah, it, it does that very, very well. It's a cover, too. It's a cover. Uh, is it a cover or is it, like, a half-cover homage? It, it's like a half-cover. It's a, Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. I just love Plant, dude. If it keeps on raining, it's <laughs> going to break. Oh, the one the levee yeah, breaks. He, he delivers that Mama, one well. you got you to move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, but the <laughs> best part is like like the second half, like near the end, when he's like, going, going, going to Chicago. Down. I'm going down now. I'm going down. And he goes, woo, 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 yeah. woo. Oh, man. And they, they put flanger on his voice and chorus and shit. Yeah. If Led Zeppelin had like a different main singer and then when the levee breaks was like guest vocalist Robert Plant, I'd probably say, oh, this guy's pretty cool. 
but ah, it's like gotcha. when he's not just in that one lane, it's like, get this creep out of here. <laughs> get this creep. <laughs> you must hate the beginning of Four Sticks, baby. Uh, baby. Yeah, yeah. Any, any of that. <laughs> but the Bonham stuff is so cool in that that I can kind of. It's like I can just shift my attention. It's in 5-8. That's a good song to speed off in a car to. Yep. Battle of Evermore was was interesting. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with that song. And I think that was the perfect song to go before Stairway. That's a weird one. It was weird. And who's that female vocalist, do you know? Sandy Denny. Dude, I was like, is that that a female vocalist or is that Robert Plant? I don't know. But it was a female vocalist? Yeah, Sandy Denny. And she was in uh, Fairport, Fairport Convention. I feel like I've heard of them. So she was a big folk rock singer of the day. I'll give him credit that like in between rock, Black Dog, Rock and Roll, Stairway to Heaven, the final piece of that side one is Battle of Evermore. So I will give him credit for being wildly eclectic and kind of bringing a song out of nowhere. Black Dog, Blues Rock, like, Rock and Roll, Blues but it's got It's got like guitar yep. and mandolin. Isn't that like almost everything that's in the song. Uh, and then they're doing like the Lord of the Rings fantasy imagery stuff pretty early on, right? Like was there were there a lot of other bands that were tapping into that yet? I don't know. I don't know. And then Stairway and then, and then Side One Ends as well. Yeah. I But I did, I still felt like uh, Evermore, I feel like it goes on a little long. It's pretty like long. I, I kind of got bored Five towards the end. Oh, wow. Stairway's eight minutes? I thought it was seven minutes. There's a lot of parts to Stairway, so that makes a little more sense that it would be that long. What do you think of John John Bonham's intro to Stairway? The drum in, when the drums enter. I don't even remember what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bustle in your head. I just love it. I I, I re- actually I do remember like wow the drums still haven't come in yet. It might, it's it'll probably be pretty satisfying when they finally do. Yeah. Come in with the bass and everything like that. I mean, they're masters of that, of course. Um, and it does keep the, the dynamics going and keeps your your ear. But again, it's like something about that song. It's like uh, too much. Been there, done that. And it makes me wonder. Makes oh, me wonder. Oh, oh, oh. I think that if there is a part of that song I like the most, it's like the... Nice. so nice. It's a little more enjoyable when the guitar does that, but yeah, it's like we could talk about Zeppelin albums that I'd have a lot less to complain about, but it was like, so we're just, we're talking side one, your black dog and rock and roll battle of evermore stairway to heaven. I was, I was like, I mean, even just comparing to like houses of the holy or physical graffiti, I'm like, this, this is the best one. Like what's going on here? We only got half half this album left. Like I, I was, there was a little kind of an empty feeling for me, a little bit. Interesting. I'm not that crazy about Misty Mountain Hop. I do like when he's like, "And baby, 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 <laughs> baby, baby, do you like it?" Yeah. 
I was kind of okay with it because I like the electric piano and I like the weird like when you can't like quite tell like what like rhythmic meter you're supposed to be in. Yeah. Those are yeah, sometimes yeah. kind of fun moments. Misty Mountain. I like the name. I like the song name. Four Sticks. Yeah. Four, four Sticks was just like, all right, strap in. Like that That was the one where I can get into the energy strap of it a little in, bit yeah. more. Going to California. When I love you. But yeah, short album. The eight songs. Yeah. And then you like rock and roll. I'm sure rock and roll is a big reason why it was so successful. Um, besides Stairway. But like, I mean like I- immediate impact. It's like mm. such a simple, straightforward, just da 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 da. It really showcases like Led Zeppelin. I don't know. It's got, it, it, like in a nutshell, just blue, the, the blues rock aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. If so you're simple. into blues rock, like if this, if it's your jam, like this has a lot for you. I mean, there's, there's no getting around that. Um, I just, blues rock is kind of like one of my least favorite yeah. genres of popular yeah. music. So I don't just kind of just where we end up, but. Exactly. Do you like immigrant song? I can appreciate the immigrant song. Yeah, that's because that just comes out of nowhere, especially for that time. Like, because <sighs> it's telling a much more interesting story with that. Like, talking about Iceland and ancient. Yeah. Black Dog is just like, oh, this woman who did me wrong. Like, okay, I'll go back to like black blues artists to, you know, hear that theme driven home. Like, it's mm. just it just it leaves me hanging a little bit. Another thing about Black Dog. I heard like around the 45 second mark and then like when they did that part of the riff again, like later in the song, there's a little bit of it that sounds like off to me. Like they didn't quite get the rhythm right. Have you ever felt that listening to Black Dog? Like the rhythm of it? Yeah, like there's one part of the riff where it feels like, oh, they're like too (laughs) fast. Yeah, it's like very loose. It's not just me. Yeah, no, it, it, it's loose. It's very raw and loose. It just sounds like they're in a room. It's just like just playing just rock and roll. I mean, which for the majority of the time is impressive, but there's just like two moments at least where I'm like, wait, that's right? <laughs> like that's how they were supposed to play it? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, you mean like between the guitar and the drums? It just, yeah, it sounds like the guitar is like too late on a few notes. In one yeah. section, I think I know what you mean. Really I've, I've gotten the, I've gotten feelings about that like that song. Like ah, this is like super loose stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like yeah. super tight sometimes. Yeah, which I mean, people love them for that too. Um, yeah, very raw, very raw. So I mean, I've I've kind of hated on this band <laughs> this album enough already. I'm gonna get some people complaining, but. Yeah, what what are your faves and your not as much faves for this album as a whole? So you said Misty Mountain Hop doesn't do it as much for you. Yeah, my two favorites are Stairway to Heaven and When the Levy Breaks. Yeah, so the the big hits there. Yeah, and my two lesser ones are I also love Going to California. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take go. I'm gonna my two lesser ones will probably be Misty Mountain Hop and I'll probably go with Rock and Roll. Hmm. Rock and roll is definitely kind of at the bottom of the the pile for me, and f- four sticks and when the levee breaks might be uh, m- my faves for this. But still, even compared to the songs I like from other albums, they're not like they don't score super super high. What do you think me. about what? Uh, two songs I want to get your opinion on: uh, "Whole Lot of Love." Yeah. What do you think about "Whole Lot of Love"? Yeah, that goes into Black Dog territory a little bit for me because it's yeah. Like, I just don't need to hear that ever again. <laughs> wow. I fucking it's love so a whole lot of love. It's so just banal to me. I don't know. And, 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 and 
And then, like, how about like the end? Uh, oh God! What, you know, like the vocal break. Woman, you need yeah. love. Yeah. Then it's just. It's like okay, buddy. Yeah. So fat. Yeah, it's like I'll I'll like the rhythm section again. I'll be thoroughly impressed with uh, Bonham and John Paul Jones, but I'm not a blues rock guy to begin with. And then it's like right. it's Plant's big moment to to be him, and so yeah, that's. And then the the mix that with the lyrics, and it kind of doesn't. You know, there's other there's. Several other songs from Zeppelin too that I'd rather uh, get into than that one. How about Cashmere? I like Cashmere. Yeah, because that's just so weird. It's yeah. It the sounds like instrumentation. It's in space. It sounds like when the levee break, but in Mars. Yeah, or in uh, in Nepal or something. Yeah, it's it's so idiosyncratic, and it does some really interesting arrangement stuff, and it's just a really unique kind of melody, and like you kind of. Like the way it builds and falls is in a very unpredictable way, and it's like really gets farther and farther removed from like just typical blues rock. So I I can definitely get into that more, for sure. Last one, ramble on, dude. I absolutely ramble adore ramble on. on. I can one actually. Of my favorites. I kind of actually I do quite like the riff to that. I I can get into I love ramble on. Ramble on. Leaves are falling all around. So nice. And Gollum. Yeah, that. And the evil one. <laughs> he says Gollum. Because <laughs> in the darkest the depths rings. of Mordor. Since yeah. I've been loving you. I mean, it's like Bonham plus Jones, and then in a lot of cases, Paige is just such a well-oiled machine. It really is. It's, it's pretty hard not he, to be. He organized it, J- Jimmy Page. He got Bonham, dude. He got John Paul Jones. Yeah, he built the group. He built the group. He's the John Lennon of Led Zeppelin. He's the architect. Yeah, that's pretty fair. John Lennon created the Beatles. It's crazy. So yeah, that's kind of that's Led Zeppelin four for you. Eight songs. It does. So does it feel too short for you? Like, are you left yeah, wanting more at does. the end of it? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's short. It feels short. I can't believe there was eight minutes. I, I don't know why I thought it was seven or six and a half. I, th- I thought it was seven, eight minutes. Wow. It doesn't feel like it for me. It's just like a journey into nostalgia for me. And just like... Well, it is. It's got so many parts that diverge from each other. And it's kind of like a bunch of songs in one. But executed very well. Taurus Spirit. Oh, yeah. I looked into that. So people saying that Stairway to Heaven, the opening riff, rips off... uh, What is it? The band is called Taurus. I didn't hear it. I checked it out. I was like... It is similar. It is similar, but the judge similar. ruled, the judge ruled that it was enough. not. Yeah, that's BS. Mm. But it's so nice when the chords open up. And like, you know, and also the, the thing that helped with, ta- with Stare Away was the iconic tw- double neck red guitar, right? The double neck that, that Paige would play. You know that? He would play a double neck red guitar. Like, w- like one, one of the guitars is 12 string and one of them's yeah. Okay. Six string. I think I can picture it now. That's yeah. That it's that all that stuff kind of led the way to like the flashy glam metal and the pyrotechnics, like the the spectacle of that, right? Like that kind of created yeah. a whole subgenre. And they were such a live band too. That was another thing about them. I can imagine. <laughs> Robert playing with a shirt with his shirt open or shirt yeah. on, He's like this. He would do this right with his hands. Yeah, even your body language doing that is irritating me on some <laughs> level. 
<laughs> He's a creep to me. He's a creep. Well, he didn't do anything too creepy. Jimmy Page is the creep. Dude. Jimmy he's Page like, is he's the married. Real he's married to guy, like yeah. a twenty-two-year-old. Yeah, they're they're not likable people to me. Which I mean has nothing to do with music, really. But you know, it factors into the the context of it. It's like mm. Mick Jagger too, just annoys me. And then I can just enjoy his music. I don't know music much about Mick Jagger as a person. Sorry, was, what's he, that? was he an asshole or something? I don't know much about Mick Jagger as a person. I mean, I don't either. You just get a sense. But I think the general reputation is he's a super egotist, which I don't see how you wouldn't become one leading the life that he, he had. But he's just like so wrapped up in himself. Yeah. Yeah. Misty Mountain Hot Four Sticks going to California. So It just seems so short. Sold over 37 million copies. Yep, I read that too. So it's like all this. I mean, I'm just a contrarian who likes to go against the grain. So, you know, my my opinion can only matter so much, but it's like, so this album gets the 37 million copies and then all the other stuff I love out there is obscure. Like, I, you know, I just kind of take issue with that a little bit. Mm. And then they stopped when Bronham died. They just stopped. Yeah, which was a good call. It was a good call. You know, he really is that group. He's you can't really have the group call. without He's... him. You could You could barely have the Who without Keith Moon. so fat it's so big it's so demanding and those drums have been sampled uh in electronic music or you know whatever other kind of music really that... can you give an example like where no i cannot give you an example off the top of my head darn it but i hear it all the time so many oh uh bjork uh sampled it for uh army of me oh one example i mean it pops up all over the place there it's such a distinctive sound Lovey breaks drums sampled. Uh, the Beastie Boys used it in Rhyming and Stealing. That's probably one of the most famous examples. Wow. Saint Etienne used it. Bjork used it for Army of Me. Dude, wow. Led Zeppelin 2 is pretty sick. Led like Zeppelin 2, that, that's like the rock, the real rock guys. That's, that's the one they point to a lot of the time. What is and what should never be? The Lemon Song. It's got Heartbreaker, Ramble On, Moby Dick, Bring It On Home. All right. So let, let's cap it off this way. If you could describe Led Zeppelin Four in three words, what three words would you pick? Adventurous, just epic, and, and bluesy. <laughs> Adventurous, <laughs> epic, bluesy. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I think people <laughs> heard enough about me complaining. <laughs> You're like a uh, bad, annoying. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> no, not bad. It's complicated, you know, because it is so accomplished. But I mean, yeah, I barely want to answer this question, but I say overrated <laughs> guitar and chug. Chug, huh? It's a lot of chug on this album. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad a lot of people out there love it. I don't want to take that away from anybody, but there, I think there's better Zeppelin albums. I'll leave it at that. You like three more? I like three more. I like physical graffiti more. I like houses of the holy more. Yeah, you like physical graffiti more. Yeah, I probably like one Yo, more. Yeah. How about the album cover? I think it's sick. They're great I love with the album, album covers. Cover. They've never had a bad album cover. There's one thing they nail every time, and that's that's the album covers. I love the album cover of four. Like, what is it? What is yeah. it? Yeah, it's like a 
battered wall, like with paint peeling off and then like a really messed up, well, the frame is, is all messed up, but the picture is clear and it's a guy, it's like an old English villager carrying like a bushel of twigs. Yeah, I don't know what the heck's going on, yeah. but I'm intrigued, you know? You don't like the lyrics in Stairway that much? Nah. <laughs> what, what is it telling me? feeling I get when I, when I look to the West and my spirit is calling for leaving. No, because it's just, again, I just think of... All right, what would sound mystical and build this up? And ooh, I quite like it. Like it's, it doesn't have a soul to me, you know. Interesting, yeah. I don't know. You don't feel I like mean, Robert Plant has soul, or you just feel like it's not genuine. I did, maybe I just don't like his soul. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you don't like his soul. <laughs> I just don't get it. I feel left out when when everybody's like, "This is what it's all about, Robert Plant." I'm like, "Is oh, that's what it is." Oh, well. I'll, I'll be by myself in the corner then. Oh my god! Like if someone's like blasting music and like a whole lot of love comes on, it's just like, dad or now. Yeah, it's just like the feeling of unique. It's so hard to sing along to Ted Led Zeppelin too because it's like so high. <laughs> it's actually super hard to sing along to Led Zeppelin. Like I'm looking at all these songs and they're all so hard to sing along to, except "Stairway to Heaven," and then it just gets impossible by the end. <laughs> But the whole first half, you can, like, sing along to it. Yeah, they don't do sing-alongs. They do, like, virtuosic demonstrations. Yeah. Yep. And I think that really differed from the Stones for, and, and the Beatles yeah. from the 60s. That, that differed a lot from the 60s. It was, like, more virtuosic, I guess. Yeah, they're not trying to be, like, an everyman band. Yeah. Like, the solo... Like, he does more, like, fast playing... Right. And the singing is so hard to sing along to. The drums are thunderous. It was different. It was very different. Right place at the right time for them to yeah, launch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Chaotic. All right. Well, that is uh, that's Zeppelin Four. Um, <laughs> thanks for chatting with me about it. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings too much. That was fun. That was fun. It was really nice to revisit and hear. Um, you know, the, the sequence of songs and in the order that they're in. It was cool. It was cool. It was really nice to be with you. All right, I am back. Well, that was a fun ride. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, Please feel free to go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a future episode. And if there's any place for you to leave a rating or write a review, oh my gosh, the best, by all means. Uh, And uh, we hope to see you again soon. Bye-bye for now.